Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This Hello. Oh, that's, oh. that's Brianna. That's me. I always feel like I say your name weird. Does it sound like I say it weird? No. Brianna? Not as bad as me saying Ariel. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. a story and I'm like, oh yeah, Ariel. I'm like, why did I say it like that? It's Ariel. Every time. <clears throat> so no. Anyways, welcome back. We're in the studio today. I wonder if it's echoey. I'm Maybe. gonna I'm gonna actually start listening to these when we're done. I listened to the first one. But I just haven't listened to the rest <laughs> of them after. Yeah, I, I like to listen to them because then sometimes I'm like, ooh, I need to start um, or stop uh, saying uh so much. <laughs> I say like. I've noticed it. However, it's not gonna... enough to where I'm just like, ooh, like, 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 like when you okay. Okay. mock people. Yeah. So I was thinking, because there was this one seminar that I had attended, and it talked about the different personality types, and I forget which one it was, but the certain personality um, type mm-hmm. says like a lot, and I noticed it because each specific speaker that went up was a different, had a different, like, main personality trait. There's, like, melancholy... Um, choleric. Oh, what are the other ones? Melancholy, choleric. Uh, and there's two other ones. I cannot think of it. Melancholy, choleric. Anyways. So what does it say about four like people? <sighs> See, I can't remember which personality it is. Oh. I want to... Yeah, I can't remember. I'll have to read a book again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to do that sometime. <laughs> It talks about the different personality traits. It's actually really informational because uh, then you start to see it in different people when you're talking to them. Yeah. And you actually learn how to talk to them better. Yeah. Because you're speaking their language kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of like when you go to school for sociology and you learn about all the uh, mental Mm -hmm. um, uh, thingies. I don't talk like I know a lot, but I do. I promise. But yeah, I learned I learned a lot about people and you know, learned those fancy words like sociopath and stuff. Yeah. And then you can see the traits in other people and you're like, ooh, it's yeah. crazy. See, that would be like I would I don't know. I don't think I would ever want to go back to school to get like a degree, but just to take a class like in psychology or like I mean, I took general psych in college the one year that I did it, and I loved it. Oh, yeah. Like, it would be interesting to go back to do that, but I also currently don't have the discipline in my life right now. Yeah, I get that. Me neither. So, there's that. Um, the heater's currently on. That's why it's making that sound, so I wonder how that's going to sound in the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is it open? It's, It's just tight. Oh, okay. Yeah, eventually, we'll probably get, like, headsets and stuff for better sound. Yeah. That would be fun. Yes. And then we can have, Well, these like, don't sound bad either, but I, like, true. noise canceling. Yep. Yeah. Nice. That, that would be so fun. It would feel so professional. Yeah, and this is a great place to do it. For real. At your desk. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, the topic for the podcast today is going to talk about uh, goal setting and what it is to uh, go about making them 
And actually, I did write a blog post about this. It's on my website. Mm-hmm. You can check that out at www.lifestylesbychoice.org. And yeah, let's get started. You want to go first? Like, what, what are we talking about? Like, our goals for, like, 2020? What are we starting now? Yeah, you know, like, let's... Like, how are we going to follow through with these things kind of thing? Let's talk about our goals first and then get into, like, the specifics of what smart goal setting is. Okay. You can go first. So, my goals. <laughs> yeah. I don't really have any outside of fitness. And that's why I think I revolve my life more around fitness now because... I don't really have much else going on in my life. (laughs) Sounds kind of sad, actually. Yeah. So, since I've been kind of slack in these past couple months, I want to start getting back into going at least five times a week, just kind of taking off the weekends. And, I don't know, kind of hitting heavier weights, because I've just been sticking with the same ones over and over and over again. And I want to start getting stronger. Um, so what's what why do you want to get stronger what's the goal there are you trying to reach something not entirely just to be stronger just to be stronger what is that how does that make you feel emotionally like what is stronger like a badass yeah yeah like how how will you apply when you're stronger Mm -hmm. how will you apply that into your daily life does that kind of make sense? Kind of. I mean, like, I'd feel more confident just all around, like, fucking awesome. Because you know how they say, like, oh, well, if you ch- achieve this, like, what difference is it going to make in your life kind of thing? Or, like, oh, if you have this car, why is it so important for you to have this type of car? Why is it so important for you to pay this much for this cell phone? Or, you know, you kind of get it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just kind of, like making me feel better just I don't know that's a good that's a good isn't that a good question it really makes you think about it I feel like it would just kind of also humble me too and I also because it's not something I would just like go around to strange people I talk to during the day and be like oh by the way I can uh, deadlift like (laughs) 280 pounds because I think I would not tell people so they're like Oh, you should help me move. <laughs> you feel like people people will want more help from you. Yeah. And also, too, if you want to know what I've noticed, and even with myself, and do you want to try this coffee? Yeah. Yes, please do. Um, I just want to um, <laughs> take a quick break to talk about this sponsor. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's not actually a sponsor, but and I'm still <laughs> I'm just steal your coffee. <laughs> you can have this one. No, it's fine. It's okay. Um, anyways, guys, I just bought this new coffee from a friend I used to be in a network and marketing group, and it's from Success by Health. And this is honestly the first time I've ever heard of this brand. Um, I think it's a network and marketing group, but anyways, he's telling me about some of the products. They've got coffee, and the one of the main like ingredients in the blend is Gandoderma. Now, I don't really know a whole bunch about what Gandoderma is, but it is a supplementation that kind of helps with weight loss. Um, And so I want to test it out before I put it on my shelves at the studio just to see how it is and 
honestly, it tastes pretty good. It does taste like coffee. It's not as strong tasting as a coffee that I drink, um, but it's not bad. And I like that it's, um, I don't know. I like that it has like that additive of the Gandolderma where it can help you lose the weight, I guess. Not that I'm super crazy about that, but you know, it's, it's kind of nice. Anyways, it's, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's called My Co Cafe Gourmet Black Coffee. <laughs> and I will post a picture of it on the Instagram and Facebook page. And just so that way y'all can see what it is. Um, but you yeah. know what we should do? Is make an Instagram of our podcast. For real. What do you guys think about it? Just so you can see behind the scenes and then things we talk about. Maybe videos of like, I don't know. Oh my gosh, thank you. Yeah. Okay, back on the subject of this coffee stuff. It smells like ramen noodles. <laughs> <laughs> see, it's, what is that? What it's is different. This? I think, I don't know. I want to say it's a blend. Like, it does have a coffee smell to it, but it's not as strong. No. Like, it's got a little something, something else to it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's probably Come my... Come man. That's dog hair. <laughs> You're not even at your house anymore. I'm sorry. Okay. Just tell her. Anyway, so goals. Um, yeah. Goals. Um. Oh. Oh, yeah. I want to incorporate more cardio into my workouts because strictly... Gosh, it's funny because not the past couple months, but when I used to work out every single day, it, it's, it's funny in a sense of like I used to go every single day for an hour or two hours, absolutely consistent, but I was, I'm too lazy to step on a cardio machine or I'm too lazy to do anything cardio, but yet I'm consistent with going to the gym and lifting. Like anything that involves like a lot of movement, I don't want to do it. Like, I'm a lazy lifter. So, here I am thinking about the psychology part of it, because there's obviously a reason why you don't want to step on a piece of cardio equipment. I, when I think about that, like, when I first started training for the marathons, and, like, really, cardio was all I did when I first started working out. Yeah. Seven years ago. And for me mentally it was an escape to like my problems I guess or like it made me feel good <laughs> about myself but also I I wasn't just doing it to make me feel good it was so that I could like escape something but thinking about it in your terms where like maybe this started when you were at planet because you did excuse you so much Jesus Kind of like aerobic part. <laughs> Sickos. Anyways. So it makes me think like, well, first of all, you've been lifting for how many months now consistently? A year. A year. So that's what you're used to. That's really loud. No kidding. Sorry, guys. It's gone now. So that's just what you're used to. That's the habit that you formed. But when you're more resistant to doing something I feel like there's an emotional thing attached to that so I'm just thinking like do you associate cardio with something mentally or like subconsciously that just makes you not want to even go near the cardio equipment 
Does that make sense, kind of? No, yeah, okay. it makes sense. I think it's honestly just because it takes up time. Oh. And do you feel like... Because I don't, I don't think of it any other way other than the fact that, like, I just want to go lift, spend my time lifting and feeling, like, strong and, like, mm-hmm. like, badass of a woman. And then I feel like if I step on a cardio machine, I think it's, like, just because I'm not very... Oh, what's the word? I'm not in shape. So I'm not going to do very good on it anyway. So, like, starting okay. to on the car- treadmill, I'm just going to be, like, after a minute or two, I'm going to be whooped and, yeah. Do you feel like that's embarrassing? No. I mean, I know you say you don't get embarrassed, but, like... It's just not something I'm good at, so I don't want to do it. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I guess, too, for me, I mean, I've always loved cardio, so for me, that's never been a problem. After I'm done with cardio, I feel great. I get right. that whole runner's high. I'm all yep. giggly. I'm happy. Like, I like the feeling you get after. It's just, like, the starting it. Yeah. And I hate sweating. That's also a big thing. Because really? I am a sweater. So am I. I hate sweating. Maybe it's just because you haven't, you haven't allowed yourself to do it that much while working out. So it's just uncomfortable for the time being. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just uncomfortable. That's what it is. Oopsies. Oh, excuse you. There's so much, like, <laughs> noises. Um, yeah, I think about, too, like, I almost feel, when I do cardio now, sometimes it doesn't feel like it's enough for me, but I think it's because of when I was training for the marathons, like, I would run for hours like the most I had ran in one, um, I guess in one day of a session or however you want to call it was four hours straight. Mm. And of course it was like stopping, getting something to drink and like replenishing the electrolytes and potassium and doing all that stuff. That's obsessive. Yeah. But it was like, I was training for a full marathon and you can't just like go into something like that and not train. Yeah. You will drop dead you'll break something you'll injure yourself you'll be sore for a month see and that's why i I never want to do a marathon and maybe one day in the future if i train for it but that is something i wouldn't be able to finish and i would be the last one because i'd be walking after like five minutes however i will say though mentally it's probably the most accomplished i've ever felt knowing that like I kept my mental game strong enough to run for four freaking hours. That was yeah. 20 miles. That's nuts. And it's just, and I started to get like addicted to that feeling of knowing like, no, I am strong. I am mentally strong. And I do feel like that kind of prepped me for how I respond to things now and how I go about with dealing with certain emotional mm-hmm. things. I think that that helped out a ton. Because yeah. I think when you're in the gym, and maybe you can speak for yourself on this one, it's like you, uh, it's just like if somebody, I don't want to call it an addiction, but it would be just as somebody like, I don't know, it's a healthy habit to release hormones. Yes. Bad energy. Endorphins. Endorphins. Maybe endorphins. All that stuff. Endorphins. Yeah, well, endorphins. Yeah. It's a good way to, like, let yourself release it. I mean, there's plenty of ways that you can do it, but yeah. I don't know if that really made sense. I'm not 100% sure where I was going with that, but... <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Anyways. Ugh, it's been a day. Oh, okay. Yeah. You you keep talking now. Um, 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 Your next goal. You want to do more cardio? Yeah, I want to... My sister's been talking about the whole fasting thing, and I kind of want to start that because it's a good way to, like, start burning more and losing weight, and I think that would also help me, but also... I do like have a we, question for that. Like we talked before, mm-hmm. uh, it is would be kind of hard with my schedule because my schedule is way too out of the place, out of, all over the place. Like some days I'll wake up at six, and I can tell you I'm gonna be starving by eight, and I can mm-hmm. tell you that coffee is just. I know it takes a while, like your body changes, and then it'll start adapting to that lifestyle, mm-hmm. but like. I have those weekends, and then Mondays and Tuesdays, I'm awake until 11, because I'm working to 11, so I'm going to start getting hungry, but then, like, today, I don't go to work till 11, so I'm going to obviously, like, eat, Mm -hmm. but then I'll have, like, all morning to stay on, I don't know, and then it'll be crazy, because then I sleep in on Thursdays till 2, Mm-hmm. So I'm already missing my window of eating. It, yeah, it's that'd be hard. My question for that is, uh, when it comes to certain things like that, sorry, just itching my, <laughs> I did itch in my ear. Um, when it comes to certain things like that, and how I said to like, I always hop on to like a good thing that somebody tells me that they think is good. Yeah. So when it comes to you and your goals and something throws, somebody throws something out there like that, oh, you should do this because I do think that it'll help. But with them not actually knowing what your goals are, sometimes that's not actually what you should be doing. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. And... uh, I think that there's so many different things out there. There's so many different diet fads. There's so many different types of exercising. There's uh, different types of groups with different personalities that work out together. There's different types of studios. Like there's so much out there that if you're the if you have the personality that's like wants to hop on to the next best thing, but it doesn't actually pertain to any of your goals chances are it's not going to be a successful goal or it's not going to be a successful habit or it would just take longer for me because I do lift heavy and I Mm -hmm. do gain weight from the muscle building yep so like I feel like with the whole fasting thing I would lose weight but not as like fast as most people on it because I was building you're trying to build muscle yeah and I think too like like, I, I don't think people, like, realize, like, I literally just do straight lifting. Mm-hmm. So. And I, I would personally say, too, like, sure, fasting sounds like an amazing idea. And just the thought of, like, oh, I can lose weight off of doing something like yeah. this, but yet still being healthy. Um, that sounds awesome. But it's also takes into... Um, a mental and emotional side of things too like if you've had a history of having bad body image issues having eating disorders like that emotional side of things is that really a good option for you yeah especially since like yeah with people with like eating disorders Mm -hmm. um it's like they get in one of those emotional states where they're just like binge eating like 
there goes their fasting ordeal because mm-hmm. like the whole fasting thing isn't you know unhealthy it's just going 16 hours without eating and then getting your calories in for the day in eight hours which mm-hmm. eight hours is you know plenty enough but also thinking about like how much i'm supposed to eat because i think my intake because i burn just by sitting 1500 calories a day mm-hmm. and then i'm supposed to eat i think it was like twenty-seven thousand calories a day honestly that's probably about i will honestly say i guarantee i eat more than matthew in a day i can tell you that i do not eat twenty-seven thousand calories oh. a day Gosh. And I don't think I'd be able to do that in an eight-hour time span. Like, Especially trying to get on yeah. a good diet, like, healthy eating, and then, like, try to cram it all in, like, eight hours. Like, just, that's a lot of calories. It really is in eight hours. And especially, too, if you don't already have a normal eating cycle. Yeah. Guilty. I do feel like chances are, again, your body is not going to adjust to it very good. It's different. <laughs> uh, no, you can, you can put your opinion in there. Can I? Yeah. I mean, raw and real, but I want to, you know. It, uh, this coffee. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about this coffee. Now that I've had my second cup of it, I've only had one cup of it before. And it was also like five in the morning when I had it. It's different. It's the aftertaste is coffee. The like the beginning taste when it hits your tongue reminds yep. me of a chicken noodle soup. Oh, it's, it's so weird. <laughs> I did. Now that I took a sip of it, I do taste a different a different taste in there. But I can't put it. I can't put it to to words yet. It's like a broth. Like, if I was sick, I would drink this. Because it's, like, brothy, but coffee. Yeah. I don't know. And that's... even just the smell of it. It's got, like, that slight... It does have a slight coffee smell, but it's it smells... What does it smell like? I can't tell. I cannot think of what it is. It's seriously, like, do you know those little blocks of, like, the chicken broth? Yeah. That you just drop yep. in water and... Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. Because my mom would always have me mm. drink that when I was sick. Just drop the little cube of chicken broth. Hmm. I wonder if they do those anymore. They do. Huh. We have some at home. Oh. The cubes? Yeah. Yeah. Of course they do. <laughs> I stopped doing certain things when I was younger because I just can't do the smells. Uh, or... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. I can't think of the name. It's a, it's a brown pop. And... Not root beer? No, it's like Sprite, but it's brown and it's like, um, it's a main one. It's in, it's like Canada Dry, but that's not what it's called. Vinegar, 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 it's not vinegar, it's, oh my gosh, it really bothers me that I haven't been able to think of it. I'm so sorry, everybody. You know what? Now that you're talking about the whole chicken noodle soup thing. I do taste that a little bit, like a, the brothy, yeah, the brothy taste. It's not like a gross taste. It's just it's different, different. Like when you think of coffee and you're an avid coffee drinker, like myself, it does. It it tastes like coffee, but yeah. it doesn't taste like it's coffee. It's nothing. Yeah, I mean, I I don't, you know, I don't know if I would drink this 
every single day myself. But also, when I think about it, like, okay, well, if it has, like, botanical herbs in it that's, like, good, that helps, and I notice a difference, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to get acquired to those tastes. So eventually, like, over time, it would start to taste good. Yeah. I just realized that putting brown pop in the search engine is probably not going to give me anything I want because it's probably soda. That bothers me so much. It's, it's either an S or a V. Oh my gosh, I don't know what, how to look it up. Um, brown. Is it like? Pop. Is it like a clean pop? It's it's for when you're sick. That's when oh I would drink it. Burners. Oh my gosh, it's burners. Burners. So not a P or an S. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's an Eastern thing. Oh my gosh, it just it just popped. That was weird. They spell that burners, burner. But yeah, whenever we were sick, mm. it's considered pop. My mom would always make tang. Have you heard of that? Yeah. I've never even seen that. I can. Well, they don't normally look like that. Oh, is that like it's more version? brown. I oh. thought. They Maybe probably they... don't even make it. But, yeah, every time we were sick, it was burners and saltine crackers. Sick. Oh, my gosh. I would try to play being sick or try to play off not being sick because I just, it was either that or dry toast. Are you hungry? You want some dry toast? No, I don't. bread? <laughs> not a bird. You know what we should do one of these times? We should do, like, a taste testing thing of things that we've never had. Oh, my God. That'd be fun. That would be and really we fun. should record it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never seen that in my life. Yep. I can tell you that I probably would never want to drink it again because it probably would take, <laughs> like, throw up to me. Yeah. Because it was sick. Keep you from throwing up, you know? It would settle your stomach. Yep. That's, yeah. like, ginger ale kind of? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Hmm. Just with a different name. Ah, well. Interesting. Yeah. It's weird. Okay. Back to goals. Back to goals. I don't really have much more other than, like, work on my... Your fitness. Diary of a woman learning self-love newsletter that I talked about. And then, like... (laughs) And I'm really... Like, I want to read it. I love seeing that stuff. I love seeing other... I feel... Okay. Personally, I think it's like a little bit of like a entrepreneur pursuit to do something like that. Because when I see other people like going out of the norm and starting their own thing, I freaking love it so much. Yeah, no, I agree. And I just thought if I actually get my act together and start actually writing them, I should print them off. Yeah. And have people grab them here. Please. That would be nice. You could put them in coffee shops and stuff, too. Yeah. Have, like, your own little newspaper. Yeah. Maybe not, like, a newspaper. But <laughs> yeah, let's you know. down. I can't. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I absolutely love writing, but then there comes to a point, like, when I'm writing, I just, I don't know what it is. It's like a mental block. Mm. She's like, okay, now I'm done after like a paragraph and it's really annoying you know what I I feel like I know why though do you feel like you know why kind of because 
I won't drop names and won't give specifics, but I think that it's everything to do with what's going on in your life right now. You have so many emotional things happening that don't Which probably... gives me more things to write about, though. But in those instances, that's where you're getting that mental block from because you're not allowing yourself time to drain that stuff or even have a space to do that because right now you don't have a space to do it unless you want to go to a coffee shop but well you're i usually not... do when i'm alone like on a day like today like a coffee shop or your place just my place okay just with the dogs in my head too i think of it as like bad energy sitting around though like for me and maybe this is i don't i don't know what you would call it not i don't know if it's superstitious or what the term is or however but i don't hang on to things that I've received from people that have I don't want to say wronged me because I've also like I'll admit I've also wronged people I've also done things I'm not proud of but I don't hold on to things that were emotionally taxing to me because I think like the minute I see that it instantly reverts into like thinking about all the bad things that's why it's so weird to me that like some people keep things from their past relationships unless if it's like (laughs) excuse me it came out of me like lava um not really lava i didn't puke anymore but anyway um it's like a unless if it's like a like a sweater it's like a like nice clothing but even then i can't yeah it's it's really weird because then you're just wearing it, and then if they see you in it out in public, they'll be like, oh, I got the mat. Yeah, and, and, and at the same time, too, like, you, you can't are, enjoy something. You're wearing that emotional energy. Yeah. Like, that's, the, subconsciously, it's in there. When I'm, you think about it. Yeah. It's just really sad how, I don't know, I guess I'm at a point in my life where I don't really think of that stuff if it was like a sweater. But I also feel like that's something the other person would think about if they saw me in it. Yeah, which then makes you think about it. Because if you, yeah, exactly. Because if you think about it, 10 years from now, you wear that sweater, you don't remember where you got it from. Mm-hmm. So who cares? Yeah. And. Well, I don't know why we're sweaters. <laughs> and, and maybe I could say it too in a way where like if, okay, so there's this one pastor who, uh, He's the pastor at Freedom Church in Grand Forks, and his yep. wife, too. She has probably been the most, like, joyful and pure human being I've ever met in my entire life. And I could see, in a sense, where if it was, like, somebody who is... Uh, and maybe this sounds like I'm, I'm putting judgment on it, but I, I don't mean it in, like... A bad way like I'm I'm trying to say all of this in good intentions but when I see her and the way that she acts around people like she just has so much joy in her life and so much heart for people that even if like she were the type of person or anybody else that had that type of personality to hold on to something I think that emotionally she would be strong enough to look at it in a different perspective so maybe it is about perspectives too yeah I mean probably actually 100% it is about perspective. Yeah, probably actually 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually. Yeah. Yep. And it does tend for people to take the fun out of certain things, but Yeah. So I guess maybe I'll just speak for myself and say that I don't carry that stuff around cuz emotionally 
I don't want to look at it. I don't want to have that on me. Yeah. Um, so I think for me, being able to let that go, that helps me move on with my life. Right. Well, it's kind of like a... It's an act of letting go. Like um, the sand, when you get married, you put sand oh, yeah, in. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yep. what it's called. I don't know what it's called. Oh, it's been a while. But anyway, like I threw that away and there's a mantle that had mm-hmm. my ex's and I's um, names on it. Threw that away, threw pictures of us away. It, it's just, and um, like rings. Mm-hmm. So those, you just, you don't, you don't, I don't know. You just don't keep things. It's almost like when you go to a haunted house and you grab like, something off the shelf and you take it home it's almost like that energy is brought with you (laughs) it's like that yep and I just view that too as like you're holding on to you're still holding on to this for an emotional reason yeah what for because you don't want to move on with your life or is it something else right or is it like Like you're you're not moved on if you're still holding on to things yeah so I guess that's how I view it yep unless it's like coats or hats and stuff that you're gonna wear yeah. Just, I don't know, clothing. That's what I'm thinking of. This is a very random thing we're doing. Yeah. Anyways, back to goals. <laughs> back to goals. Um, okay, so your goals are mainly on the fitness spectrum, and then your one goal of wanting to do more with your newsletter. Um, anything else? Other than saving money so I can get the hell out of here? No. Do you have, like, a specific deadline of when you want to get out? Not a specific deadline, just, like, enough money to live comfortably. Because, like, my sister and her husband are so helpful, and, you know, they would help pay for anything I needed until I got on my feet, but I am too independent to have them help me in that way, and it honestly would probably drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, I keep putting off going there, because... I don't have money and I don't want that help in that way because obviously I'm going to have to pay them back and then that puts more stress on me because I just, just, I I hate money. Money is the root of all evil. It really is. (laughs) Like, if moving wasn't so expensive, I would leave. You know what I'm thinking about right now? That's all perspective, too. I mean... Um... I think from my experience with moving and, like, <laughs> it, I've done it twice. I've literally dropped everything and left. Yeah. So I think I look at it in a way of, like, I know that I'm open about my Christianity and my faith. So for me, it's like I know that God has my back. And regardless of my situation, regardless of my money situation... I don't know. When I came to Grand Forks, I literally packed up what was in my car and just moved here. That yep. was it. Every time I moved, I had money. <laughs> and that's why if you're probably thinking that way that like, oh, I have to have this money first before I can do anything. But I think because of how I did it, yep. I look at it in a way like I didn't have money at all. And I wasn't working for the first month of living in Grand Forks, so I literally had no money. Wasn't talking to my mom. Wasn't talking to any of my family members. Like, I didn't have anything or anybody to uh, give me any cushion other than, like, Sarah, my previous roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, she gave me the place to live. 
and uh, she was kind of the one that was like well you're going through this stuff why don't you just move here so in my mind it was like I justified it in a way where okay I have a place to live and I can work from there right so I don't know I could see it on I just both. have bills so did I I just oh I can't yeah mm-mm. is it just like the fear of and actually Matthew and I were talking about this too like when I was first talking about opening up the business obviously it's a huge financial risk um and in his mind he's always had this fear of not being um what's the word I'm looking for like not having money like being in poverty like he's always had this fear of it because he didn't really grow up with a whole lot of money but he grew up with enough like he grew up with a house he grew up with clothes food loving like a loving family every family has their you know things but like he grew up with all the essentials that he needed right but he still I think in his mindset like oh well there's this whole other world out here where you can make as much money as you want to. Right. However, he's kind of in that trade, trademen's like, capped mindset where, holy shit, like, I'm going to be making, after my apprenticeship is done, I'm going to be making seventy, eighty $80,000 a year. Yeah. And to him, that's a lot because of where he grew up and his circumstances there. It is a lot. But. Unless you're buying Lambos. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, I don't, like whatever maybe it's because i'm not a car person but i'm like why the hell would you spend millions of dollars on a ferrari or a lamborghini and even just thinking about the maintenance and the cost of that just to have one yeah maybe i don't know everybody has their own reason but i just want a chevelle ss and i know those are really spending and very hard to find but those would be that would be spending but that's i've it's been a dream we should, we should talk about financial goals real quick. Because I think, since we're kind of already on the topic, do you, and again, it's coming back to perspective, do you believe that you can make any amount of money that you put your mind to? Or do you think that there's, how do I say it? Like, you want to be safe and be like, like your dream was to be a cop. So a cop probably only makes fifty, sixty thousand a year, if that. They don't get paid what they're worth at all. So like to you there, do you think that your dream and your cap is at that point? Or do you still feel like am I kinda making sense? Yes. Okay. If I'm making sixty thousand a year, I'm making enough to support myself. If I can support myself right now with the thirty thousand I'm making, well, a little under after taxes, but like when you think about it, I would be rolling in dough if yeah. I made sixty thousand right now. Yep. And some people think of it as like that's not nearly enough. Like sixty thousand is, but just for me, that's a lot of money. Like I could pay off all my bills, my car payments right now, mm-hmm. because like I don't go tr- trying to buy like the next best thing or like the next most expensive thing. Yeah. Like, I'll keep my... I have an iPhone 8. The iPhone 11... Oh, sorry. The iPhone 11's out. Like, I would like to have it, but right now it's not really in my financials, and I'm... But I'm fine. So, say, scenario-wise, you're in that situation, you're making that amount of money, your lifestyle is a little bit more excessive, I guess, or more, um, 
I don't want to say materialistic because that sounds bad. Like if I'm making that much money. You're going to want to inquire a little bit more like, oh, I have this money. I can live kind of a little bit of a different lifestyle. So say you're in that lifestyle where you're making that much money. That money is consuming your lifestyle. Do you think that you'll want to make more or do you think that you have the ability to make more? I mean, like if I moved up and, you know, you get pay raises. Yeah, I would always try to, like, just pursue and grow more into that career. Mm -hmm. But, like, I want to look for, like, something that's paying well over 60000 Like, it would be different if... I can see a difference if I went and bought, like, an $80,000 Cadillac. Then, I yeah, yeah, I would have to, like, start making a little bit more money. But I'm not making money to fit my spending. I'm yeah. just making enough to live comfortably, but also buy, like, a once in a while, like, mm-hmm. a newer car or something. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not a materialistic person. Like, like, what I've talked about before, like, my dream is just to have, like, a very updated cabin in the middle of the woods. Like, mm-hmm. like I like electronics and how far we've come in them, and I like that you can tell Siri to set the oven temp at 350 just by my voice. Like, I would like those things, but I don't need, like, a big house. Yeah. Like, I want all my, like, nice updated essentials and something small and comfy. Yep. Like, I don't need... I don't, I don't get the whole big house thing. I would seriously love to live in a tiny house. Yes. Like, I, I want it big enough to where, like, it's at least a three-bedroom. Yep. But... And, like, a nice big sized kitchen but like nothing over like 2,000 square foot for me that and I'm just thinking like of a single lonely life all the time like I love company but for some reason like whenever I imagine something I'm alone (laughs) I don't know but also too I think that like that's where you're most creative that's where you're most in tune with yourself and there is there's something that happens when you're in nature there's just something about you getting fresh air getting oxygen and just being surrounded in what God created, not to put it in like a biblical term, but also it's just a different feeling when you're out in nature, out in the middle of nowhere and just being with yourself. You just get poetic. Yeah. (laughs) I start thinking of poems. Not much of a poet, but that's what I think about. Like the sun is shining. I'm feeling free. I don't know. It's so, it just like, I don't know. I guess not everybody's like that. Not everybody views nature like that. No. But personally, and some people, I don't know if, gosh, this is everywhere. And I want to ask you what your goals are, but like, I started thinking, I don't know. But I was listening to, I've been uh, listening to Crimes of Passion now uh, podcast. And. They were talking about materialistic people, like how, like, in-depth I got with um, psychology and how those people see what other people have, like, the newer cars, bigger houses, and, like, if they don't get that and they're not, like, making enough money to strive there, they take that anger home. Oh, yeah. And, like, they beat their wives, and if they can't have the next best thing to look good... 
they are very aggressive people. And I was mm-hmm. like, materialist? Really? Like, that's, I just figured, you know, yeah. they just want nice things and they spend their money on things they don't really need and shouldn't be spending their money. You don't think of it as, like, an emotional thing. No, not at all. But, like, it was, because it was a story of this this husband who uh, beat the shit out of his wife because they moved to New York and he wasn't making enough for the lifestyle he wanted. It had nothing to do with her, but it had everything to do with he wasn't he wasn't where he wanted to be, and it wasn't he was making a lot of money, but not enough to like live in a huge house in New York. So he beat the crap out of his wife. That really makes you wonder, like, what the hell happened to them as a child, or like yeah. something in their life had to, had to have happened for them to act out that way. I'm trying to think if they actually talked about his childhood. I don't know. In uh crime junkie podcast they usually go back on like if they're if they're if they grew up on the what's it called the triangle the triad i think it's called like if they burned things when they were younger peed the bed and then killed uh animals stuff like that yeah like if they did that (laughs) that's a sign yeah reminds me too much of certain people i actually have a story okay but for these did last... you do that no oh okay. you, know what? And you know what's really weird i'm sorry this podcast we're gonna have everywhere. to go into part two we might but like growing up and i don't know if it was like some crazy uh, thing that happened to me but like i was walking down uh the country road that my that i lived on grew up on and like there was a bird on the side of the road just hobbling along and it wasn't flying so i was just like oh maybe it's like a broken wing that's really sad it let me pick it up right okay and like i held it in my hands and it would not fly so i was like its wings probably broken because there's no way in hell a bird's gonna let you hold it Right? Right. So, Not typically. No. So, like, I'm carrying it home, and I'm just, like, talking to it. I'm just, like, all sad for it. And, like, I have my hands kind of closed a little bit more, and I was like, I really wish you could fly. I feel so bad for you because I don't know where to put you. I opened my hands up, and it fucking flew away. <laughs> what? Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I have powers. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't know. That kind of makes you wonder, too, like, how dogs can actually understand people and how horses are, like... They, they talk about horses being yeah. very... Is it is it intellectual? Mm-hmm. Is that the word? Yeah. They're they talk, smart, yeah. yeah. Like, they talk about, like, certain animals being super smart like that, and it makes you wonder, like... And I can tell you for a fact that birds are not that smart. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's certain, like... What, what would they call it? Not breeds. Right? No. What would you call, like, different types of birds? Would it be different breeds of birds? Different species. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. It makes you wonder, like, maybe that bird just needed some affection. Or Or maybe I had the power of God (laughs) flowing through my bones. (laughs) I don't know. It was a defining moment for you. it It was weird. Like, so did anything like supernatural happen after that? Did you feel like no? I just other watched things? it fly away, and I was just like. But I mean, oh, like okay. other events in your life. And see, I try to think of that because I don't know. 
I think I think that also comes with like my uh, relationships in my life. Mm. I think I just really, really, really want to heal people. So like when they leave my life or I leave theirs, they're in much better shape than what started. Think about what you just said and think about that moment. Yeah. Is that what you're correlating? Maybe. Sounded like it. Maybe it was. How old were you when that happened? I was probably like seven or eight, maybe ten. I was very Maybe young. that was your first sign. Like, you want to be affection towards people, and maybe it was a lesson for you to be taught that sometimes you can't help people, and sometimes people don't need your help. Or sometimes you help them, uh, help them enough to where they can just survive on their own, and you yeah. gotta let them go. And, and there's nothing you can do about it, because that's just where they're at in their life. Yeah. Sometimes people will just use you for a helping hand. You're welcome. You're yeah. holding that bird in your helping hand. Yeah. And it flies away. And yeah. they treat you like garbage. You the, can learn a lot from that birdie moment. didn't treat me like garbage. But I mean, it like... It also didn't shit or pee in my hand. So that was also nice. Well, that, I also that didn't good. get any fleas or lice. That's also nice. <laughs> <laughs> At least not that I remember. Oh, this is such a random podcast. <laughs> I really goals, like it, though. Yeah, my goals in life are just to, like... Touch people and heal. <laughs> well, and like growing up too, super religious. Like we'd have, um, oh, what were they called? Um, there was like a time during the service where we took like twenty minutes to people like raise their hands and like kind of talk about personal events in their life mm. that like were happening. Yep. And then like how God healed them. Mm-hmm. And like, like testimonials, yeah. And yeah. then like, our pastor would go and lay their hand on them, and they would like, like feel the Holy Spirit or something. So I feel like that's a legit thing. You can legitimately feel that stuff. Yeah. Like if you, I don't know, personal experience. I remember the first time ever. Sorry, I cut you off. No. Like the first time I ever <laughs> did like prayer. Yeah. And worship and like. I was at Freedom Church, and I mean, I had done it as a kid, but you see everybody else putting their hands up in the air, so you just do what everybody else does, <laughs> yeah. and, and you don't yeah. really, like, understand why you're doing like, it. I just don't want to look like I'm out of place. Yeah. I don't want to feel awkward holding my coffee, so I'm just going <laughs> to put my hands in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Jazz hands. Spirit fingers. <laughs> yeah, spirit fingers is more appropriate. <laughs> but anyways, I just remember the first time I ever like felt confident enough because it is definitely like yeah to feel confident enough to do something that you actually believe in is is one thing yeah but just the first time I had ever done it it felt weird but when I really like got in the music and just got in God's presence if you will like my hands were tingly it was the weirdest feeling ever and it was all like it almost took me you just feel a really good like happy joy right here like it's an unexplainable like you almost feel like laughing there's so many feelings going on (laughs) yeah that's it's like I remember feeling that it's been a while I haven't been to church and that's a goal that I really would like to start doing I can't not with my job Yeah, that's hard People for People are like, oh, that's, that's an excuse. No, I legitimately work every Sunday at yeah. church time, so I can't. And yeah. on Wednesdays, I also work nights. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> right. And also, too, like, 
I feel like there's a big stigma that like, oh, you have to go to church if you're a good Christian. Absolutely you should be going not. To church, whatever. But it's like, okay, sometimes that's just not realistic for people. And honestly, some of the best Christians in the world don't always attend a Sunday service. No, and I'm pretty sure that God didn't say you have to attend church every Sunday or I'm not going to welcome you. Yeah. And what I like to do, um, Elevation Church with Stephen Furtick, he's got a podcast out and it records all of his sermons. So I like to listen to sermons or you could watch like YouTube videos. It's not like, it's not like you're not, God just wants you to hear him. Yeah. And he wants to be there for you. I think it's also hard, like, finding a good person to listen to. Because, yep. like, there's been a couple of churches where I've tried. And I was just like, this seems more, I don't know the word for it, like, selfish. Like, yeah. I didn't feel like it actually came from God. Mm-hmm. Like, there was this one um, one church I went to. I'm not going to say the name. Uh, here. And we went. This one we I first moved up with my ex. We went a couple Sundays and I just it's like the pastor was really reading off his notes I can't stand that I get I get points yeah like you should follow along with points like how we should do our podcast so we don't you know get away with things but right um it was just he was mostly reading like I didn't feel like he was feeling what he was reading yeah And, and like he literally would read jokes off of his paper like, he would look at it, and then be like, oh, yeah, so, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, that's just that like, was cringy. Yeah, that's just like listening to a public speaker that hates his work. Yeah. Or that's, like, not emotionally involved in his work at all. Yeah. Even though you, you're trying to deliver an emotional message. Yeah. Like, yeah. how do you expect people to listen to you and actually, like, really engage if you, in what you're saying? If you're not. Yeah. yeah. Oops. That's cringy. I don't like that. Yeah, it was it was a couple times, and I was just like, yeah, I can't. And then that's when I stopped going to church, and that was three years ago. Yeah, it's been it's been a little while. But then before that, when I lived in Tennessee, we never went. No. So it's been honestly since eighteen. It's really hard to find a good church, and 17. especially like if you're in a town that has one church. Mm-hmm. That's kind of unfortunate because that that sucks because that town probably thinks like oh this whole town needs to believe in what we believe in yeah kind of thing and that's not it that's not how god made us yeah like my grandparents church oh my gosh so bad like we would was go... it catholic Mm-mm. no no. Lutheran? no no yeah even what's it even even i don't remember oh i don't know it was just one of those like Long booth seats, uh-huh. and you read hymns. <laughs> oh, that! No, I and, can't. And it was awful because literally at that point we were going to a church where we had a live band and yep. it was updated songs. But then, like, we would sometimes, I don't know, I think it was like for a Christmas service or something. Yeah, it wasn't very often, but we would go there and then. We'd have to pull out, and I was like, I can't read music. <laughs> like, I can sing, but I don't know how to read right. notes. So I'd be like, wow. La, la, la. <laughs> it was bad. Oh, golly. Yeah. yeah that, just... that would be one goal of mine, though, is to, even though I've gotten better at it, like, 
I'll pray most nights. I don't pray every night, but like if something's weighing on me or lately and yeah. in my head, I'm like, this is just the devil trying to attack me. I, and this is, this is going to sound actually really crazy, but I have just been like, feel, this sounds really crazy. Like I've just been feeling things around me, like negative energy. You're also starting your own business. So there's going to be a lot of negativity there. Yeah. Like I just, I don't know. And occasionally too. And this is literally going to sound like I'm freaking. You keep like looking places and like, do you see them now? (laughs) It's going to sound like I'm going to go. It's going to sound like I'm schizophrenic, but I think it's just because I'm like, I don't feel stressed. I'm really excited about opening up the business and all the exciting things that I'm going to be doing. And I get to do like, this is my life. This is my dream. I actually get to pursue it. I get to live it. And I know that there's going to be challenges with it, mm-hmm. but in my head, I'm like, okay, the, these, this negative energy is starting to affect me and like my vision kind of thing. And even my, I'm getting nightmares. Like it's a lot of just weird stuff happening that it didn't start happening until after everything was finalized in the studio. So that's what makes me think like, all right, something's obviously like, Again, sounds crazy, but attached to me in a way where something's trying to fill my mind with like, you're not going to be successful. You're, you're not going to do good in this. And like, exactly. And that's what it is. I'm like, you know what? No, I've worked my ass off to get to where I am. And not only that, I don't care if other people think that it's a big risk because just because you're not willing to go out and do something like yeah, this, and that's fine. It's not for everybody. It doesn't mean you need to like put that negative energy out there. And you, what, what kind of person are you to do that? I don't know. That, those people annoy me. It's not even my studio, and I get so aggravated at those comments. Seriously, it's like I see people be like, "Oh, best of luck. That's gonna be tough." Like, did you have to add the last part? Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be tough. It's going to be tough because you would never step out of your comfort zone and do it yourself. Yeah, and those are the people that literally don't do anything. And they put judgment on everybody else because of what they're doing. Yeah. And it's like, look at your own part of, <laughs> it's like oh, it, Look at your own freaking life. Yeah, it's like, oh, I could never do that. Yeah, well, your marriage isn't that great either, so you can't do that. That sounds bad. That actually was bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> but for real, I don't know. It's just been a weird... A weird thing happening right now and I think too and maybe it's partially because I I think you're also I think it's worried too you don't want this to happen if it you know goes downhill like it's all like there's a lot of emotions up in there yeah and I think also because it hasn't even though I'm in the studio we've gotten stuff put up in the studio it just doesn't feel real yet yeah so I think like I don't know. I honestly think, like, once opening day comes, then it'll be like, okay, it's go I'm time. I'm so excited. Oh, I can't freaking wait. But there, I don't know. There's just so, there's a lot of other things that I want to talk about, but this, this podcast is going to cut us off, so we're going to do a part two. Yeah. This one was Brianna's goals. <laughs> Mana coming up. And all of my other schizophrenia stories. Crazy stories. I, I don't, don't know. even think it's schizophrenic. Schizophrenic no. is being like, yeah, everyone's out to get me. <laughs> For That's real. schizophrenic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Guys, we'll catch you on part two. 
in the meantime, I love you. <laughs> it rhymed. I had to. <sighs> yeah. So anyway, <laughs> thanks for supporting us. <laughs> we want to be famous someday. Hey guys, we're back for part two. What a way to end the last one. Yeah. We, we laughed about it silently for a good Yeah, it, that was good. It, it rhymed, so I just, I really just, I don't know. We're so alike, we silently laughed together. And uh, like avocados. Yeah. And pizza. And pizza. And, and fitness. And brothy coffee. Brothy coffee. <laughs> See, and I was thinking about it, I was, I was in, my, in my head, I was like, you gotta call it coffee broth. <laughs> I don't know why that made such a fart noise on my lips. Brothy coffee. coffee. Oh yeah, I like it. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Brothy coffee. And now, the next drink is a Fit Aid. Because Fit Aid is life. Fit Aid is life. It's actually... Um, their whole <clears throat> spiel is life aid. They've got a bunch of different drinks. The, uh, the Fit Aid is a recovery drink. They're all a little bit of like acquired taste, but they have a focus aid, which that one I really like. They just came out with the CBD one. Super excited to try that one. They have a golf aid, a party aid, a, the life aid. Golf aid. I don't actually know. I don't know what flavor that is. What else they got? They got, oh yeah, support blend, rehab blend. Ooh, they've got a couple other like RX fittings, which, you know, I really don't know much about those ones. But anyways, I'll be selling them in the studio. So you can look forward to taste testing some of those. Um, that's what you should do. You should buy little shot glasses. Ooh, yeah. Like the plastic <clears throat> ones. I should. I do have to put in an order, so I'll do that. And then, like, launch week, I'll have, like, ooh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sample table. Oh, yeah. Awesome. There's so much to do. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, Should we talk about that? Yeah. For our local friends? Studio. The opening? is crazy. Opening week is January 6th. It's a Monday. My first group training class starts at 6.30 a.m. And then I'll have group training classes throughout the day. I'll have six classes offered on that particular day. I will have six classes offered on Wednesday the 8th. I will have five classes offered on Friday the 10th. And then that Saturday, I will have four classes offered starting at 10 a.m. So, my Monday, Wednesday, Friday classes start at 6.30 a.m. They're all 45 minutes long, roughly. Um, throughout the days and throughout the week, you can pick through doing a strength and conditioning class, a stability and balance class, a circuit training class, glute circuit training, which I really am excited for that one. I think it's going to be... I don't know. I just think it's going to be one of the more popular group training classics. Could, uh, uh, can't talk. Anyways, because 
everybody. Too bad we can't like edit that out. <laughs> I was just thinking out the compilation compilations of like you know a whole oh. bunch of different videos. People piece them together in one yeah. big video. Someone needs to take you, and every single time you go, uh, can't talk. We need to make it a song. <laughs> I would love that. Anyways, <clears throat> do we have any fans out there? <laughs> Does anybody listen to Does our podcast? Care? <laughs> oh, anyways, stability and balance, glute circuit training. That's the one I'm looking forward to the most. Um, flexibility, fundamentals and flexibility. And did I say six of them? Oh, agility and obliques. I think that one's also going to be a really fun one too. Um, anyways, those are the group training classes that I'll have to offer. I am coming up with... <laughs> what are you smelling? I just get a whiff of sewer every now and then. Honestly, I swear to God, it's this town. When I drove out to MAP to work out the other day, it, is it smelled so bad. I was ga- I do not gag easily, and I was gagging. I'm like, I cannot handle the smell. No. It was terrible. <laughs> is it the brothy coffee? Or did you rip ass? No. <laughs> I have it, and they don't smell like that. It's just like every time I lean over... It's like I get a whiff right here. <laughs> yeah, I don't smell anything. It literally smells like Old Faithful. <laughs> oh. Anyways, I will also have open gym times. And eventually in the future, what I'm going to do, I will be getting a treadmill, a Stairmaster, and a rower, and then eventually a squat rack and a barbell. Um, however, those aren't going to be like my main focus points for my group training. Um, so basically the group training is going to be for people who are afraid to step in a gym because they have no idea what the heck they're doing. So my goal is to help you get the basics and fundamentals down of what fitness is, get you in a routine, get you started on something. So that way you can grow in your fitness journey. Um, I personally think that it's all about like vibes and how you feel in a certain location for continuing a fitness journey. So like if you go into a gym and you're instantly intimidated by it, you don't have a good experience, you're not going to go back. Is it the food? Ooh, yeah, that stinks. That makes sense. Thank you. I don't know why I get a whiff of it. Yeah. When it was really hard to smell it. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Anyways. Um, Another uh, thing that I want to kind of let people know too is that if you're somebody who doesn't want to get like super involved with fitness and doesn't want to like leave, leave, wow, I meant live, live, breathe, sleep it all the time. This is just also a space where people can exercise just to stay healthy, just to get their bodies moving. And so the uh, the vibe and the energy I want to have in here is welcoming. So there is a no, absolutely no tolerance for negative energy, for people backlashing. I don't want any of that in the studio because I don't think that that helps the community any good. That doesn't help anybody in a fitness journey if we're going to be negative or talking poorly about somebody and where they're at because we all need to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. So... When I say there's absolutely no judgment in here, not saying it to be like 
cliche like planet fitness but i i mean it when i say it and the fact it's more like a community where all of you are going to be talking all of you are on the same (coughs) path and like actually like interacting with each other unlike like unlike like like like, (laughs) unlike planet fitness where you go and like no one talks to each other Mm -hmm. that's different because you know people are still judging but that's fine because it's on the inside but still it's still not a very welcoming place and another thing too one of my bigger focuses when it comes to fitness is mental health because at the end of the day that's where it's going to start if you're not in a good healthy space if you don't have good healthy things surrounding you the chances of you forming a healthy habit are going to be a little bit harder when you're not surrounded by the right community so again it comes down to community and the people you're surrounding yourself with and the environment that you're in because i mean i even look at it as like a job if you're not happy in a job chances are again you're not going to be successful in your job and you're not going to perform well Mm -hmm. and so mind body spirit balance mental health growing (laughs) that's cute i like it and all of just the fun stuff the fun energy the good the good vibes only cliche saying you should get a i know you should get a motto Yeah. Like, well, I know you have a saying, but, like, a yeah. motto. So, like, my motto is discover a better you, like, on my website and stuff yep. like that. Um, just because I think that, like, the minute you start to create healthy habits and act upon performing those healthy habits, um, you realize that you can do so much more than you actually think you can. And so, yeah, it's just going to be good vibes all the time. And it's going to be fun. I'm really excited. I'm going to do prize giveaways the first week. Um, I'm going to have discounts on my packages. Um, also, the first week of my group training classes, they're going to be half off. So they're only going to be $6.50 instead of $13. Um, and then, again, we'll do some samples here um, of just some of the stuff that I will have up for grabs and for sale. I'll also have some apparel in here to purchase, some gym bags, um, all that fun stuff. So, there's that. So, if you think about it, it's, a, it's like super cheap to come work out here and get a good workout in and still, you know, progress in your fitness journey. Exactly. And Unlike some other places. Well, and I wanted to, I think I'm in a competitive range. I might be a little bit cheaper than maybe like the average fitness studio i mean i guess i don't really know because we don't we have yoga studios here but we don't actually have like yeah a health and fitness studio here so that i think that's also what separates me from everybody else in town too and i think not a lot of people actually focus on the mental health side of things and like as far as fitness consultations go it's not just something that i say okay tell me your goals and then go from there it's like actually getting to know you as a human being getting to know where you're at in your life the things that you enjoy um if you are a human being true if you have no emotions unless if you're an alien oh no she's a human consultant (coughs) humans only yep pretty much (laughs) Anyways, yeah, the fitness consultations, it's just a time to get 
personal and also give you a more personable experience so that way um, you can truly feel like you can belong in a certain area where you don't have to feel embarrassed you don't have to be ashamed to just get started um, we all start somewhere I had to start somewhere um, I've gone through my trials throughout this whole journey just as anybody else has I've gone from being an avid super avid uh, I'm not like an athlete, but people use the term athlete. Like if you work out six, seven days a week, they term you as an athlete. So like I used to be in that space where I would be working out six, seven days a week. And sometimes I would do two a days. And now I'm just at a place in my life where, um, I kind of lost sight a little bit of that. And I think too, it was more of like an obsession yeah. versus like the passion and it was just like ooh, when I look this way somebody is going to notice me kind of thing and I was single at the time like it was just it was just kind of one of those things where it was like a self-confidence booster mm-hmm. but I was doing it in all the wrong like I was doing it for all the wrong reasons um, but now it's just like I want to work out to be healthy I want to work out to beat the st- statistics of like obesity chronic diseases because 75 cents to every dollar that goes into the healthcare system is from chronic diseases that are 70% preventable. And so when you look at it in that term, like, I don't want to end up with cancer. I don't want to end up with leaving this earth too soon and leaving kids behind. And I want to set a good example for my kids to be healthy and show them what healthy looks like. Mm-hmm but in not in a bad way like I want it to be I want there to be a balance and so my niche is is the overall balance such a fun word yeah and also too uh, the studio name lifestyles by choice um, I had talked about it in another podcast it's just it's it really can be taken in a lot of different ways but when you think of it like Brianna when you think of when you hear lifestyles by choice, what does it mean to you? Uh, like, what do you think about it? It is kind of a mouthful, but also there's so much meaning behind it. Gosh, you put me on the spot. Yeah. It's... It makes you think, though. It's kind of like... Lifestyles by choice. So, the lifestyle that you are trying to, oh, what are the words, trying to help people with is healthy, mentally growing as a person and starting your journey. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's, what I think of it when I see it is the lifestyle I'm choosing so when I think about after saying it, it's where's my lifestyle at? Mm-hmm. And so like this lifestyle is what this is. This is a choice. So I don't know if that is at all <laughs> making sense. No, it's making sense. I like, I think what I like most about the name is that it catches people off guard in a way to where they actually have to think about it for a second. Mm-hmm. Like holy shit, like, look at my life. Yes. What, what kind of lifestyle am I living? Because yep. 
I know for me, even before I even came up with this word or this uh, business name, you hear the word lifestyle and just that word by itself makes you think about everything. Yeah. And so the choices that we make today are the reason why we are the person that we are. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's I want to live the best lifestyle that I can to uh, like on my deathbed, I want to have left a legacy. Like it's not that I want to be famous. I don't want to be famous, but I want to be known for doing everything that I possibly could that made me happy, that made other people happy, that I got to help people throughout my time of living on earth. Because it does feel very good when people send you random messages about how you've motivated them to become better and how you've, I don't know, just like, I'll get random messages, not not as often, but I used to get them being like, oh, you motivated me and I got a gym membership. And I was like, oh, yeah. Awesome. And just the other day, too, I had a girl who I actually had first met at um, Anytime Fitness about a year ago. And since that day, I had never seen her again. Well, we were Facebook friends, and she's always kept up on my stuff. And I get a random message from her this past Sunday. And she's just kind of going through some things. She's struggling with life. She's just not very happy with where she's at. And she made a couple comments like, you, I've been following you, I've been following your stuff, and I really admire you, and I really like what you're doing in, in a, a manner of being positive all the time and, like, working on yourself and showing self-awareness and showing self-love and what it's like to keep balance in your life so that you're not crazy. Like, we all will have those crazy moments, but... It is the about, more you have it under control, the less crazy it will yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. And like statistically, according to my childhood and everything that I had went through, I should be a drug addict. I should be... Alcoholic. Yeah. I should be all of these things that I, I'm not. Yep. And it's because I chose to rise have above it. Have a different it. lifestyle. Exactly. I chose a different lifestyle because I didn't want to live in my circumstances and I didn't want to live that life that I was brought up in. And so this gal, I met her, she just reached out to me and she was like, you know, sorry to bother you, but I'm going through this, this, and this, and you've just really inspired me. And I was wondering if you could give me any advice and and tips or anything like that. And I was like, I feel like we need to carry this conversation on in person and so we met the next day and just being able to hear her story like for me it makes me feel joy knowing that people trust me enough to tell me their stories and tell me about their yeah. life and feel comfortable like I'm a safe place and for it's, somebody it's hard to find like not not per se like strangers but like knowing like kind of knowing somebody mm-hmm. and then knowing like the kind of like business or something they're pursuing and you can actually go to that person to like talk right. to like there's yeah. not many people out there you can do that with no and it was just the fact that she like she trusted me enough with her like deepest hardships and she trusted me enough to talk to me and be open about me about her own mental health and all of these things that is like makes me feel humble because I think 
like holy shit look at uh, where I was and where I'm at now and how far I've come and not only that I am a light for other people Mm -hmm. and that's that's just what I want to do with my life. I want to be able to be there for someone else because I know what it's like. I know what it's like to go through this hardship. I know what it's like to have suicidal thoughts. I know what it's like to be in foster care, to be in treatment, to be in and do all of these things that some other people have had to go through. And going back to the whole goal thing, like I just want nothing more in my life than to be able to be that light for somebody else and help them realize that they don't have to live in their circumstances. They don't have to be in the situation that they're in. They can rise above it. They can do something else and surround themselves. There's no good enough excuse for you to stay where you are unhappy. Yeah. Like, I understand the whole abuse relationships and I don't know, like having, you know, health diseases what is that called? Chronic lymphoma? L- lymphoma? So, like makes you gain weight? Thyroid disease? Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just... Like, I understand that some things, like, make you gain weight. But mm-hmm. also, if you, like... If you're working out, you're still staying healthy. You yeah. may not, like, lose as fast or at all. But you're still, like, helping your heart, helping your organs. It's just... It's not all about your body, like your physique, the way you look. Yep. And I 100% get that too because I fell under like in second grade for Pete's sakes. It was like I had to be watched by my teachers. I had to be going to doctor's appointments for anorexia. I never had to be hospitalized because I got so small, but it was just the fact of like, Okay, obviously there's a reason why I was acting that way and I wasn't eating because I needed attention from my parents. Like, I needed something. And I knew that. They didn't know that. But that's that's a really common in little girls. And even boys, it happens in males too. Yep. And... Uh, I feel sorry for men sometimes. Just in the whole aspect of emotions and... How do they do? Yeah, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah, and you don't hear men really talking about it either. So no, you don't think it's a problem until one guy actually steps out of the bubble and says it. Yeah. Well, there's a stigma around like guys; they have to be a man. They can't like be emotional. That's very unattractive. I'm sorry, but we're. I I know so many women that think the same. That it's just unattractive for a man to act so manly, but deep down he's not. Yeah. So, like, that switches over in relationships, so mm-hmm. the woman is more of a man then. For real. Yep. And the fact that some guys have best friends who they can't even talk to, like, mental things with. Yeah. Like, if you're such good friends with your your best friends, your male, other male friends, why aren't you guys talking to each other? I understand it's not like women. Right. Where we're just constantly just talking, but... I also know men who talk to their male friends who talk about everything with. I it just, is all about it. Who gives a f- flying heck? I'm trying not to say that so much. Yeah. Who cares how manly you look to your friend? If they're going to make fun of you because you're feeling low lately. Why are they your friend? Get rid of them. Yeah. Same for girls, too. Yeah. If somebody is making fun of you for bettering yourself in a way that makes them uncomfortable, it's... It's yeah. not their life. Don't yeah. follow along with it. And then you get the males that are like, oh my gosh, that's gay. 
Really? Feelings are gay because if you're not, first of all, that's just a rude term anyway. Yeah. But, because gay, two different meanings. Gay is happy. So, that's a different saying. <laughs> Thanks for saying I'm happy. Yeah, and gay is just, oh God, I can't even think of words. Just a Clearly, yeah, and clearly too, when a male is outlashing like that to their friends, they're obviously insecure about something in their life that they're not happy with. So, adding on to that is not going to help them. Mm -mm. It's it's just disgusting. People have lost. I mean, I guess this has been happening for years too. I think there's more male suicides than females. There is. The male, um, gosh... I just heard this somewhere. It's like 30% higher than females. I don't know exactly what the statistics are, but even in military too, like oh yeah, military is one of the highest rates of suicide. I mean, I, I get it too. I mean, personally, like there was a I, didn't, I didn't go I through read. it, but it was uh, military. There was like a couple that was above military that you wouldn't have even thought about. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I was like, really? Wow. Things you don't know. Exactly. It's just, and- as a male, you do not need to prove it to anybody that you're so manly. No one cares. No. Like, for me, I think it's attractive when a man can break down. Like, okay, if a man is crying every single day, <laughs> and if he's yeah. like... There's some things he needs to deal with. Yeah, like if he's over-emotional to a point to where he's manipulative, and he's using that emotion to control you and to control that's certain things. That's crazy, first of all. And secondly, nobody is going to appreciate that. Like, you're not going to hold on to anything if you keep acting like that as an individual. No. Females, I, too. Yeah. That's, that's just asking for attention in the wrong areas. Just be yourself. There's like, just so many different out. things. Like, even if you're yourself, you might be psychotic. So, mm-hmm. just get help. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, figure out, again, it's all about your mental health. Take care of your mental health. If that means you have to separate yourself from somebody, or freaking certain things, do it. Like, things that you think will make you happy, but they don't why why are you living your life that way why are you putting yourself in these situations it's fake yeah you're just living a life that you think other people will find cool when you're not even happy and then it gives you you think it gives you the right to act out towards certain people yeah no i could not imagine living my life that way i couldn't it sounds exhausting yeah i'm super real person like, which is funny because, like, I used to, I don't know when it turned on in me. Like, I used to um, be super private about my life and try to control it in a way that I hoped some other people would be like, oh, my gosh. You know what I've noticed? Life what? Like, since we first met, and granted, Brandon and I have only been friends for, what, six, seven months? Since May. Since May? May. Really? April. Gosh, it feels like we've known each other forever. Yeah, I feel like it's at least been a year now. But I feel like you've, like, I've seen so much more. Brianna is, you know what? I'm just going to say it. 
I think you can put on a facade with your emotions. Like, I know they're there. I, I get that you don't Everyone like... Everyone knows that. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone like, close to me knows that. Okay, I, I get that part, like, I can do it too. Like, oh, this is not the right time to cry kind of thing. Or like, oh, I gotta be strong enough. I can't cry. Like, that yeah. kind of thing. Like, you're a strong, independent woman. No, strong. It, yeah, yeah, you got that. But you also put on a facade yeah. when it comes to. I'm really excited now that I got that word right and down. I know. Me too. <laughs> Thank you for correcting me. You're welcome. <laughs> but anyways, since I had met her, I feel like you've opened up more. You've broke down more than what's probably normal to you. Mm-hmm. And especially like talking about it for the world to hear too. Like, there's yeah. been certain times where I'm just like, I'm not going to talk about that. Because there are still, like, I still feel like there are some instances in my life where it's nobody's business. Right. And there's some people yeah. that will absolutely talk about anything about their life, and kudos to you, but I just, I like a private life. That's why I could never be famous. Yep. Like, I want to be, like, really yeah. Instagram known, but then sometimes I'm just like, I don't, I don't. Yeah. I yeah, think... anyway, continue to talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, it's... I don't know. I think it's funny because you're kind of another example where, like, she was my ex's girlfriend. And talk about a weird freaking situation. <laughs> a weird situation there. And how we have become best friends. But I remember our very... Like, first intimate conversation. Like, we had only said, that like... That was our first conversation. <laughs> yeah, that basically. Intimate, yeah. Other than it was, like, you talking to Hunter saying, I really want to talk to her. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Kind of thing. But, like, it was our first conversation. And, like, I'm going to call you out on it, but she was so... <laughs> Do you want some? I got some. Thank okay. you. Okay. But she... Brenna, you were so freaking vulnerable, and I was like, "Oh shit, and she's know, not a bitch." And <laughs> like, I went has feelings. home, and I was like, "I'm an idiot." Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, "I hope the God doesn't use that against me." Oh my God, no, seriously. <laughs> From the minute I met you, <laughs> well, and I know that now. But yeah. Like, when I meet people, I don't. I'm not gonna <laughs> open up to you. That's yeah. Crazy. It's hard enough for me to open up to someone I've been with for a year and a half. Yeah. But that, like, that day too. It made me feel like, okay, this is, this is why I'm here. Like, this is a time for somebody who doesn't break down to people like that. For somebody who doesn't cry. For somebody... You didn't know that stuff yet. No. So you just thought I was just a fucking psycho. <laughs> I, I didn't, though. I didn't. That was the thing. I was like, God, my heart actually hurts for you. And, like, I felt thankful that... As weird as it was, like, I was the person that you broke down to and, like, pr- one of the first people that yeah. you told, like, what had, what was going on. Yeah. And for yeah, me, the first one. it was, like, it doesn't matter where the friendships come. If it's a good, like, soul friendship, hang on to that. And I don't know. It's important to have those type of friendships in your life. Mm-hmm. I was really going somewhere else with this, but I'm just really thankful for that day. Yeah. Same seriously like had you not ever stepped foot in that gym we would not be friends no you wouldn't be sitting here we wouldn't be podcasting we wouldn't be doing all these things it's crazy yeah it really is it popped again (laughs) it just it makes my voice change my ear oh okay (laughs) it's weird yeah see that 
Yeah. So I hang up too much. <laughs> but anyways, uh, back to goals. You got, you got something else to add to that? No. No. Well, yeah, my goals are... It's Does all... it make you a little nervous that you're... Uh, sorry, so sorry. Um, your door's unlocked the whole time. Like, it is a business, so obviously people yeah. will be going in and out all day. Um, but it just makes me kind of, like, nervous because I feel like some stranger will walk in and we're like, we're not open yet! <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't really make me nervous right now. Oh. Like, every time someone passes, I'm like, don't come in. And... <laughs> Honestly, what I've thought about, like, just getting pepper sprayed just to have it just because we are... Not that, like, I really hear too many stories about things happening downtown, but also, Over like... There. Yeah. But still. But also, I'm like, you just... And as sad as it is, you just don't know anymore. You don't know a person. There's random murders all the time. To say it lightly, yeah. So, yeah. like, getting pepper sprayed or just having something in here just because I, I will be in here alone at times. And especially at, at nighttime. It gets dark at 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, uh, yeah. I was going to check my phone, but the thing's been dead for an hour now. Oh, what are you checking it for? Huh? The time. Oh, it's 428. I see that. Okay. I don't see that. Uh-huh. Anyways, goals. Um, I, I have so many goals. I have so many dreams. Yeah. I'm living one right now. And honestly... Brianna and I were talking today. And you did say it weird that time. Brianna. <laughs> Brianna. 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 <laughs> oh, my ultimate dream goal would be to expand lifestyles by choice in different studios around the U.S. And not to be... It has nothing to do with becoming famous, but it has to do with like the things that I believe in and... Um, really putting a focus on the mental health and finding the right people to uh, to help other people. Sorry, I'm burning off. That's, no, it's okay. It's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, it's in my heart to want to help people. And my biggest goal and my biggest dreams would probably be to be expanding lifestyles by choice as like a franchise. Um, obviously, it's not like a big focus right now because I just started thinking about it so obviously I'm gonna want time to really process it and just kind of imagine what that would look like it's good to try to see where your business is gonna go because if if you haven't looked that far forward and I feel like you're just thinking about like I don't know just stopping where you've only started Mm -hmm. I feel like that's like, some people just want to stay where they're at and, like, keep going. But I also feel like yeah. they still have, like, a little goals to, like, yep. progress in that business no, no matter where it's at. But I feel like if... Agreed. Like, if you're a real entrepreneur, you're always going to have some sort of thought yeah. of, like, expanding yep. in any shape or form. Um, but, yeah, my current goals would be... Uh, um, Honestly, a big goal that I've been thinking about business-wise for marketing, I want to be able to do as much guerrilla marketing as I can. So, like, not not that I want things for free, but I want to, uh, I don't want to take the easy way out like you and I were talking about earlier. Like, I don't want to pay thousands of dollars in 
um, social media advertising. Like I want to connect face to face with people and spread my word that way because I feel like the minute you meet somebody, the first five seconds are going to tell what type of person you are. But not only that, how much more like special is it? Special it is when you actually get to talk to them face to face instead of through a social media screen that the words aren't physically coming out of your mouth. Yeah. You know, there's a difference when you read something versus, like, somebody telling you something. And so, and honestly, too, why do you think that network and marketing businesses get so successful? Is because those are word-of-mouth businesses. Yep. And it's the people who are higher-ranked and higher-up in those businesses that, like... They inspire me because they make me want to talk to more people. The, the more people that I physically talk to, the more people's lives I can impact. Yep. And that's, that's just how I choose to look at it. So my biggest goal would be to do as much uh, word of mouth advertising and really filling my classes and just getting the right people in here. And it's not even just about the right people in here, but making people feel comfortable and welcomed when they're here would be like a a a a goal of mine I guess like seeing someone come in and leaving a completely different person yep yeah and like even the two one-on-one clients that I work with now even just being able to get to know them more each session that we have to me that's that's fulfilling like that's joy for me that I get to be a part of someone's life in helping them become a better person. So for me, that's all I want. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously I have other like smaller goals and the whole like smart goal system. Um, a lot of people have probably heard about it, but I'm sure there's actually a lot of people who haven't heard about it. Um, smart stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time. So specific, obviously, like I want to lose 10 pounds. That's specific. Or let's see, specific, measurable. So measurable in a way where, okay, what's roughly the time frame it's going to take me to get to that specific goal? Um, figure out like your little in-between time frames, like measurable in a way where you're you're setting that time but also in between that you're you're creating those smaller goals to help you fulfill in that Mm -hmm. amount of time um achievable obviously you need to make sure that it's achievable yeah pretty self-explanatory setting setting up 50 pounds by the end of the year not from this year but like next year 50 pounds in one year is be smart about it. Yeah. Like, especially when it comes to weight, like, you hear sometimes people getting on a diet, per se, they lose 50 pounds in two months. That is not healthy. No. By any means. And guaranteed, give it a week after that <laughs> diet. Like, stop doing that diet, you're going to gain it all back. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not a lifestyle that you've pursued over time. It's not going to affect you the same. It should be at least, what, a pound or two pounds week i would say give or take for a healthy weight loss so a month you're losing at least five maybe six pounds i mean i guess too like if you do have more weight to lose sure but
but also like you don't wanna you don't want a chance like having the excess skin because if you lose too much weight too fast, and that's gonna happen. Yep. Stretch marks obviously are gonna happen anyway. Yeah. But like with me, I lost Oh, I don't even like it's crazy because I <laughs> I barely even worked out in two thousand eighteen. But I was, you know, two hundred and some pounds and then by November I was one fifty nine. So that's a lot of weight. Yeah. Especially for like not working out. I was barely eating, but like still that's Yep. Like I don't know, like my body's fine, but mm-hmm. just like the stretch marks just from being overweight anyway, but Yeah. They're just they're gnarly. I'm a gnarly stretch mark queen. <laughs> yeah, so that would be achievable. The next one, wait, relevant, relevant. or, um, jeez, I just had another word in my mind. I cannot think of it. Anyways, relevant, like, relevant to your lifestyle, I would say, because if you're working a job, you're making 50000 a year, you want to buy a Ferrari, that's not even possible. Like, you're never going to make that happen unless you would win the lottery or like even if you are completely happy in that job and that's all you're making that's still not relevant that's not going to happen um or unless somebody just magically gifts it to you by that chance that would be amazing but it's not relevant um so make sure that it's it's attainable in in your lifestyle that you're currently living and also relevant to uh, I don't know. It's self-explanatory. Relevant to the lifestyle you're living. Yep. Yeah, don't... uh, In fitness-wise, make a relevant goal to the time that you're going to make it into the gym. Mm -hmm. What am I thinking of? Like, if you're making a goal and... Never mind. It's going to take too long to figure out what the heck I was going to (laughs) say. Anyways, relevance. Make sure it's... It's going to fall under all the other categories. Yes. Is what I was going to say, but with a lot longer version. <laughs> uh, and then the last one would be time. Set a time frame. Set a start date. Set an end date. Work at all of the other things in between. Finish at that time and reward yourself if you want to or not. I mean, they do say it, it makes it more fun to work for something towards the end, which, sure, I get that, but... Like, I don't make, know. make more, like, closer dates. I mm-hmm. feel like if you make by the end of the year, I want to lose this much weight. Well, you, but, it, but it's setting, like, throughout the year would be more. And in, instead of saying, I want to, say, I will lose this much. Like, yep. the more that you set your mind up for, like, this is what I'm doing. And you're making statements instead of just stating something that you're going to do. Yep. It's going to help you. In the long run. Yep. And like when you set your goals, have you, have you, have your goals, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm losing it. Like set a goal to like have lost 10 pounds by April. Yep. And then another couple months this much. So by the end of the year, you have to have lost your ideal goal weight. Yeah. 
All right, folks, that pretty much sums up the SMART goals. You can check out the blog on my website if you want. It just goes over more in-depth details of goal setting um, and a little bit shorter version than a podcast. But please, listen to our podcast, too, because it's entertaining. Because this is the end. So if you heard that, it is entertaining. (laughs) Oh, all right, guys. I'll keep you posted. Oh, the endings are always the best. Have a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, set smart goals, smart goals, or set specific, be specific, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, timely, and don't set goals if you already know you're not going to do them. Exactly. That's just really sad. Yeah. And it's not a good feeling. If you're not one to actually ever follow through with goals, at least make it like to make it until the end of July. And then if you made it to the end of July, go another month. Or make that even a goal. Like, okay, I'm actually going to accomplish this goal this time instead of saying like, yeah, I'm going to make this goal, but I'm not going to do anything about it. Those memes on Facebook when they're just like, oh, everyone's going to be crowding the gym in january and february and by then it'll dwindle down mm-hmm. like you just see those I, i've been seeing those memes yep. everywhere and it's it's the truth like what's the point because you know it's probably the same people over and over again Mm-hmm. you think about it it's your mental state yep make time always make time for yourself yeah self-awareness self-love mm-hmm. self-happiness all the self things Ooh, yes all right, guys. Until still safe. Stay safe. <laughs> what did I say? Still, still safe. <laughs> stay safe. Stay happy. Stay fit. Stay merry. And bright. And jolly. <laughs> I feel like there was something else to that one. Merry and bright. Anyways, catch you next time. Bye.